Welcome back to Country and Cold Cans, presented by the Cold Cans Network. I'm Logan, sitting here with Andy, Kyle, and once again, Classic Rock Carter. Make sure to go follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, go on over to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, wherever you get your podcasts, and make sure you give us five stars, a great review. And while you're at it, go to the YouTube channel, subscribe, click the alert button, check out the content we have coming from there. And then, you know, we've got a brand new website. We said it last week, and I think the week before. You can find it at countryandcoldcans.com. Get you some merch, a hat, the uh, Richardson 112, Richardson 113 and the koozies um the other url that works is coldcansnetwork.com we've got a blog out there Car- classic rock carter has actually uh been published twice on it now with a couple of good articles about AEW pro wrestling and classic rock shocker it's in his name but check out the content we have there for you in written form coldcansnetwork.com all right fellas how are y'all doing doing well i'm doing all right brother i am fantastic uh, Quite tired from uh, replumbing my house, um, which that has sucks. been a nightmare. Yeah, it's been a nightmare. No, it hadn't been too bad. I uh, got uh, one of Mike's buddies to help me, so we we knocked it on out. So now we can flush, and that was Bailey's Valentine's Day present. <laughs> well, speaking of Valentine's Day, once again, we're recording on Valentine's Day. So this is the Valentine's Day edition of Country and Cold Cans. We don't have anything as cool planned for the holiday like we did last year with the uh, – the Austin Mead Coetzel remix of Happier Alone, but you know, it's another year. Holiday still sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. <clears throat> another fake year. Holiday. Yeah, fake holiday. Mm-hmm. But more importantly than Valentine's Day, yesterday was the Super Bowl. Carter watched it, actually, kind of. He was on his phone part of the time, but he was at my house. Um, he saw the Super Bowl. Um, I know, Kyle, you said you watched some of it. Andy, did you have a chance to watch it? Because I know you're on the road right now. I missed the first quarter because it was like four o'clock when it started where I was at and it didn't register in my head that it was probably going to start earlier. Yeah. Because you were on a different time zone than the East coast. Yeah. It started. And when I cut it on at like five o'clock or something like that, it was already in like the almost end of the first quarter. Yeah. Well, um, recap of it. Recap of the game, the Rams won the Super Bowl, as I'm pretty sure most of America knows at this point. What was it, 23-20 over the Bengals? Um, Yeah. MVP was Cooper Cup. Dude had a hell of a year this year. Um, One of the best seasons in recent memory from a wide receiver. And, you know, good for Matt Stafford getting a a, a Super Bowl ring finally. Because, I mean, what was he, 13 years in Detroit? And, Mm -hmm. like, dude has always been a good quarterback. But just he was in that cesspool that is the Lions organization. I would. Uh, I have a few thoughts. Thought number one: uh, Cooper Cup looks like he's Amish. I'm sorry, he does. <laughs> he looks like a little Amish boy. Um, and he, in my opinion, he didn't deserve MVP. I would have given it to Aaron Donald because during that game they had three dudes blocking that guy, three dudes, mm-hmm. and he was still causing havoc. And then you know he 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 made the final two plays essentially to win the game. So. I would have given it to him, not the little Amish boy that is Cooper Cup. <laughs> just look at it. Look at him and just tell me you don't see. Honestly, now that you've said it, I completely he built, see it. He built a barn with all of his cousins and uncles with a donkey pulling up the, the walls. 
had, he had I don't no think concept he, of what electricity was until he until, signed his contract. Yeah, exactly. I don't think he uh, even knew what football was until you know they forced him to go to school. He's, you know, he's really good at federal law. He's really good at churning butter. He does it in his spare time. Yeah, he looks like a little Amish boy. How do you think he strengthens his hands to the point that he can catch those footballs like he does? <laughs> right, yeah, from churning butter. butter. Yep. <laughs> he probably discovered football when he went on Rumspringer. Yeah, isn't that where they get to like go away they get, and they get to leave? Yeah, fulfill it's, the lusts of the flesh, as they say, yeah, for a short he time. Probably, he probably maybe, maybe. if they want to come back or not. Yeah, I, I guess he, he didn't come back because now he's playing football in L.A. <laughs> yeah, that's the furthest thing from Amish country, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Pretty much. Maybe, maybe he, uh, maybe one day on the horse and buggy, he just happened to ride past the football field and said, "That looks fun." <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why are they like throwing a, that oblong pigskin awesome. around? Can you, there's so many better family, uses of pigskin. Won the Super Bowl. Well, I mean, they couldn't because they don't have TVs or electricity, right? The, the letter will get there later this week, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Mother, father, I won the championship. They're like, what's the championship? It was like it reminds me of a couple of years ago when Andrew Luck still played. There was a phenomenal Twitter account that had like it. It was Andrew Luck's face photoshopped on like a Civil War general, and it would be like, Dude. "Dearest Martha, we have won the playoff game. I have overcame." Because <laughs> you know Andrew looked Andrew looked. He did. Looked he like looked his, like a he looked like a Civil like a, War era general. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does just as scraggly as can be. So we actually did that, like not me personally, but like NC state fans on Twitter did that with Braxton Beverly when he was a state. Cause mm-hmm. he looked like he had the same look that uh, Andrew Luck did, you know, the big scraggly beard and everything. And they had the name of the account. They had him in like that faded, like kind of black and white. And it was like called captain Beverly. After every game, they would have an entry onto Twitter about like dearest mother today. <laughs> we succeeded over the, the blue team from Chapel Hill is like, we'd go on and on about it. Pretty funny, but I do remember the Andrew Luck one too. Yeah, Braxton Beverly even kind of sounds like a Civil War era name. He really does. Really, and like, he, like an antebellum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, don't say that word. You're canceled. Oh, so, oops. <laughs> oops. He served over Stonewall as he burned a path through the South. Um, Sherman burned the South. Oh, yeah, Read a book, Sherman. Sherman. All right, well. Stonewall was a Confederate history, general. My history teachers at the Academy are now ashamed of me. <laughs> Oh man! So, like, what were y'all's thoughts on the games, other than uh, Cooper Cup being a uh, little Amish boy in Kyle's idea, Kyle's mind? I think me not having a rooting interest kind of uh, made me less interested. Interesting, because this is the first one in a long time. I really I think, didn't care who won either right. way. I was kind of in the same, but I was pulling for Cincy, but I, yeah. I wasn't upset when LA won because I mean, I wasn't it, either. It, whether it was Joe Burrow or Frat Stafford, check out yeah, the old row. Check out the old row post of him from his Georgia days if you don't know what I'm talking about. But Frat Stafford or Joe Burrow, I'm cool with either of those guys winning. But I mean, you know, I was pulling for Cincy. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I just, I just, uh, I fell asleep at halftime, <laughs> and then we'll give it this to. Uh, beginning of the fourth quarter i was like damn i'm old it's like <laughs> nine o'clock and i was asleep in my chair like, i've been trying to fix the pipes and get my toilet to flush who cares about yep. the super bowl yeah i missed the uh eminem and forget about the super bowl i'm, I'm worried about the toilet bowl everyone who was relevant 25 <laughs> years ago yeah so. hey on the bright side though we're like 10 years away from slipknot and every punk rock band from the mid two thousands being the Super Bowl halftime. Well, one Slipknot, it's not punk rock, but they're heavy metal. Yeah, but <laughs> my point, my point, you know, it's like but, 
I, look, hear me out. I'm going to break this publicly on Country and Cold Cans. Carter and I were talking about this while watching the game. I said, you know what would be probably the most banger of a halftime show ever? Because typically, what does somebody get to play? About four or five songs, maybe. Mm-hmm. The best uh, people from the early 2000s you could pick, Nickelback. They've got like four or five bangers that everybody like low-key likes, if you don't want to admit it. And that's they only have time to play like four or five songs. Nickelback would be awesome. Not even going to lie. Mm, nope. Yeah, I could see that. Be off, period. Now, I, in general. I built off of Logan's idea and I said, let's just get like a lot of the really big rock groups from the early 2000s. Get Nickelback, get like Three Days Grace, mm-hmm. uh, maybe The Killers. Get like four, get like four or five bands and have them play like a song or two. Okay, I saw Kyle's face. He's like, he must be anti killers. But look, if yeah. they broke out to Mister Brightside um, at the halftime show, I would be like fangirling. Like that would yes, be that everybody. would be cool. But two of those bands have things in common, and one doesn't. Yes, oh, I yeah, know he's correct. That's what I'm saying. Like I told Carter, I said the Killers would be paired better with say like Blink 182. Blink 182, that'd be good too. Yes. Well, Travis Barker is off hunting for UFOs, so he's unavailable <laughs> to uh, perform at the Super Bowl halftime. You know, he left Blink-182. Yeah. That's literally why he left. He did. Oh, yeah. Because right. he's the one that's married to Kourtney Kardashian, right? One of them. I don't know who's who. I don't, I don't they, know I think he's the one married to Kourtney. still out there hunting honey. Well, I mean, no, he, because it's him, MGK, Megan Fox, and Kourtney Kardashian, are they're all like besties now. Hmm. Thank you for your pop culture reference. Yeah, well, I mean, I am me and Carter are much more on social media than you guys are, even though you guys 100 percent Carter. I want to call both these fuckers out on the air because they are on social media more than they like to admit. They claim that they live under a rock. But every time I go on to Instagram, I see either Andy or Kyle as active in the messages area uh, on Instagram. So these guys are on Instagram way more than these jokers like to let on. Oh, I will admit that I get on Instagram I, a lot. Yeah, I will admit on Instagram, I just love to send dank memes. <laughs> There's a guy I know that has the exact same sense of humor as me. And I, anytime I find a funny ass meme that I know I couldn't send because Bailey wouldn't find it funny. And I don't know if you would find just, it funny. Just guy humor, I guess. Yeah, I just was <laughs> like, oh, he would he would love this. And I, I just send it to him. And we just have a meme channel going in my my DMs. Yeah, it's funny because like if you look through my Instagram messages, depending on who I'm sending it to, it depends on like what the content is. Um, Recently, we have a group message on Instagram with Classic Rock Carter, Trucker Andy, me and Clint. And it's lately it's been like a barrage of like 90s and 2000s wrestling stuff (laughs) has been sent. And it's been badass. I'm not gonna lie. Clint went on down the rabbit hole the other day on this page he found. He said he spent 15 minutes looking at (laughs) the the page. Yeah, yeah. You got to know your audience when you send it, right? I mean, that's yeah, just reality yeah. of sending a meme. Because the worst thing There's, you do is send a meme and somebody just doesn't respond or whatever, like an asshole, which Andy no, and, and no, Carter no. are those guys half the time. The worst the worst <laughs> is the LOL. Because did it, you even look at it? Did you it, even look it, at it? At least they're responding. At least even if they didn't look at it, they're uh, they're like, you know, hey, I value the fact that you took time out of your day to click the arrow mm-hmm. and click my name and click send. Where Andy and Classic Rock Carter... Me and Clint are the only ones that respond to each other unless it's something mm. really funny. And then Carter responds. But, Trucker Andy never says shit. 
Now, now, <laughs> well, Logan, Logan got really them. defensive there because Logan is Mr. LOL response. Yes, because uh, because. <laughs> I, but see, I'm not a I'm not a LOL whore. When I LOL, it's because I actually laugh out loud. It's not because I'm just typing LOL to appease people. Mm-hmm. Just know that my LOL is sincere. I just think. I just think it's ridiculous to just to reply if I don't have something witty to say that's not funny. I don't want to just send a basic response. That's a letdown. Yeah, but it's like me and Clint have talked about it in the past. Like when you send stuff to your friends that you find funny and your friends don't even respond, it's like it's like the Andy Bernard meme that I would send to you, but you wouldn't respond to that either. That it says, sorry for trying for annoying you with my friendship. (laughs) But I look at it and I laugh. But we don't know you're laughing. Yeah, you got to give the acknowledgement that it was funny. Yeah, but if I just respond with a basic response, you don't know if I actually even looked at it. Well, at least you responded. Aha. Uh-huh. Instead, you're just like, you leave us on red. It says, seen by Andy Forsythe, seen by Classic Rock Carter. But I think, yeah, but it's I cold, think. Andy. That's cold. Yeah, dick. That's cold. Yeah, Andy, you're in the wrong. You know, you guys I changed my opinion. Sensitive women. You, what you could actually do is just double tap the image and like it. That's yeah, not too simple. much to ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I changed my opinion. You stance. know how hard that is to do? Oh, I'm sorry. You can't touch the screen twice. <laughs> it doesn't work half the time. I'm just sitting here tapping the shit out of my phone and nothing's happening. <laughs> Andy, you just are you got a brand a new moment? phone. <laughs> are you having a boomer moment, Andy? It's a piece of shit. It's a you just got a brand new, new phones pink, ain't what they used to be. You just got a brand new pink iPhone 13. It should work. It don't work as good as the other one did. And I didn't don't even know they, look. I just got one this week too, Andy. I got a red one. I did, they didn't even have pink as an option. You had to custom order that bitch. It's pink. The like only legit. thing they had in this tour in Rona Graphics was pink and pink. Supposedly, but they didn't 10. even have pink as an option in the store, at, like on the display case uh, in Raleigh. So I think Andy custom ordered a pink phone, which, look, no judgment if he did, but I think he custom ordered a pink phone. It's pink, but you really can't tell. It's not that pink. Halftime looks white. I'm going to put this theory to the test. I'm going to Verizon tomorrow. There you go. And if they have black, if they have black or whatever other colors there are, I'm, I'm, I'm Andy, you're a liar. Yeah, look, I know you guys can't, uh, Andy can't see it, but I got an NC State red phone. It's pretty sick. Kind of hype about that. So do I. Yeah, there you go. It was it was red at one time. Now it's faded. Now, I got a case on mine, so hopefully it won't fade it too bad. But iPhone 13 is pretty sick. I'm just having to get used to not having the button because I went yeah. from an 8 to a 13. And this is the annoying part because, yeah, I had a button for the longest time. It was like four and a half years I had that Jeez, phone. Right. Dude, well, I haven't had I a still- button in a long time. I still have well, a button. We're not all as rich as you, Andy. I have the cheapest iPhone they make. <laughs> it's the SE or whatever, like the. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember the, the SEs. Poor, the poor E. Uh, the wasn't poor that edition. the? Uh, wasn't that the? Um, the plastic one. The SE. No, it's not a C. It's S and an E. Oh, all right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I didn't want to pay four hundred dollars or whatever, and then like fifty dollars oh, a month. You're in for a rude awakening, then. Uh... When you go to Verizon tomorrow, if you think that four hundred bucks oh, is a lot, well, a lot for a phone. Oh, oh, you want to complain about my pink phone? You know how much I paid for that pink phone? How much? One dollar. Two hundred bucks. Two hundred dollars. Yeah, because you know why? Because you've updated your phone so fucking much that you had something that was trade worthy in me. I had my phone for four and a half years, so I've had this one for three Maybe. and some change. Six. Yeah, look at that, well, Carter. I won't plan on buying a new phone, but mine broke. 
<laughs> well, fair enough. I mean, it can't help it when it breaks. <laughs> but the tree quit working. I yeah. lost all my stuff and everything. It was it was devastating. You don't back it up. Uh, yeah, I thought I'd done that, but apparently I didn't. He can't even figure out how to double tap of something on Instagram. Although I question his motives yeah. on that because I've seen him double tap some images and like images, <laughs> but he can't double tap a meme that I send him. But in the know, messages, it don't work. We know what images Andy's like. Yeah, we know. We ain't going to say it on the air, of course. But we've seen that we look, we're like Dave Portnoy. We're seats guys. We've got the proof. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Either one. He he noticeably went silent. He's going to claim yeah. bad reception in Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> <I said> touche. touche. <laughs> All right. So talk about the halftime show. What'd you guys think? I I have probably less to say than you guys do, but um, I will say very, I might have the least to say. Well, I was just going to say that like I'm not a big hip hop guy, but I really enjoyed it. It was I thought it was one of the better halftime shows I've seen. Um, you know, I knew I all the songs, and I'm not a big rap guy, but I knew all the songs. It was it was quite enjoyable. Um, the first thing I saw was Eminem do Lose Yourself. How much did I miss? Oh, you missed like the first like three. You missed the majority of it. Yeah. I I didn't see most of it then. I was getting supper. Yeah, because it started with Snoop and then went to Dre. Mm-hmm. So you you missed a good with, portion. started with portion. Dre, went to Snoop. Oh, was it Dre first? Yeah, Dre was first, then it was Snoop, then it was 50 Cent. Which look, now he looks he looks more like seventy five cent these days. He's ballooned up a little bit. Yeah, the physical embodiment of inflation. <laughs> um, <laughs> as I saw on Twitter, I can't take I can't take credit for that joke. Mary J. Blige into Kendrick Lamar, and then into Eminem. These dudes, like I, enjoy, I I'm saying I enjoyed the halftime show. Like you know, it was Carter and I were talking about it at the house. It was better than that run they did post Janet Jackson nip slip where they had to try to get all the guys out of the retirement home to uh, yeah, have, a, did, have a safer McCartney. show. Yeah. yeah the Who was awful. The Who was awful. Yeah, they were. Um, the last the last couple of years have been good. You know, the weekend, he was fucking weird. Um, <laughs> he was just fucking weird, man. That was the weirdest show I've ever seen. He puts on a show, but it was weird. Now, I it will say, I, I'm, I, I stand for, and I, I'm a big fan of the uh, two years ago. Uh, Shakira and JLo. That was a good that show. Was a, yeah, that was a good one. Uh, the Katy Perry, the bananas. Yeah. The dancing bananas was pretty good. Oh, and the dancing um, shark. And the yeah. dancing shark. And I believe, was it was it Gwen Stefani before that, where she jumped off the top of the stadium? No, it wasn't Gwen Stefani. It was, uh, wasn't it Lady Gaga, right? Lady Gaga. It was, Gaga. Yeah, it was, it was right. Lady yeah, Gaga. That was cool yeah. when she jumped off the top of the stadium. That was it, cool. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty. Uh, that was pretty. So they've done a good job the last couple of years. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was too many people because I fell asleep and didn't watch it live and I watched it on YouTube today. I just thought it was too many people. Maybe so. Fair enough. Maybe so. Yeah, I mean, you know, I guess it makes more sense being a rap. You know, you know rap is like the number one collab. Yeah, I mean, it's industry. a lot of collabs so, in hip hop. Yeah, so it kinda, I guess it makes sense. Um, it was fine. Uh, I don't really have much else to I say. I thought Dre and... Ray, Snoop, and Eminem together made a lot of sense because they've got some. I can't remember if it's still still Dre or forgot about Dre that they all did together. That was really, really, really popular. That made a lot of sense for them to perform together. 
Yeah, those three have, uh, especially like Dre with Eminem and Dre with Snoop, they got uh, a lot of connections throughout the career. Um, Kendrick mm-hmm. Lamar is pound for pound the best guy, current guy in the game, in my opinion. So He's it made Barack sense. Obama's for, favorite rapper. You remember when he said that? Yeah, when he had his <laughs> list of uh, favorite artists. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but no, like Kendrick Lamar, I think, is like one of the, the best like uh, current rappers out there that's not like a quote unquote le- legacy act. I mean, 50 Cent was just a throwback to, you know, it was, it was like, it was a lot of our childhood. A mm-hmm. lot of the people that watch football now like their high school years. So everybody loved that. Hey, I'm um, not going to lie. And look, Mary J. Blige can fucking sing, man. She can't. She can. So. I'm not going to lie. When I was like 12 or 13, Disco Inferno was some softcore porn. <laughs> just watch the music video to Disco Inferno. <laughs> It was, it was hype. I mean, it's just <laughs> booty everywhere. So, Carter, you're it's watching like on I, YouTube right now, aren't you? No, I mean, it was like I was telling Logan, uh, or telling Logan and Clint the other night. I mean, pretty much almost every song that they played were staples of our middle and high school dances from the mid to late 2000s. I think mm-hmm. it was pretty, even me, who is not much of a rap or hip hop guy, I knew almost every single song that mm-hmm. was done. It was nice to see, all, 50, yeah. it was nice to see 50 Cent again, again. Um, I'm sure he probably was having blood rush into his head, hanging upside down for the first half of that thing. Uh, that was a callback to one of his music videos. Yeah, it was. Uh, nice. Um Snoop Dogg out there dressed up like the freaking magic carpet from Aladdin. <laughs> it was pretty great. Um, and Dre can still go. That was, yeah. he impressed me the most out of everybody up there. Yeah, he's like 56 years old or some shit, something like that. And he still sounded exactly the same yeah. as he always has. Mary J. Bly is in her 50s, I believe. Yeah, I think she is. She's always had some pipes on her. She has. Yeah. But, you know, one of the funny things I saw uh, people were talking about, they they called it like a saw like a little video of it for the performance started. Somebody called a camera video of Snoop smoking weed before the performance started. And everybody's like, oh, Snoop Dogg smoking weed before the show. Like, OK, <laughs> at this Snoop point, Dogg. you didn't know that. <laughs> it's what he does. He that even has like, an, Have you seen the ads? He's got a gas stations with him and Martha Stewart. And it's, it's, yeah. they do big lighters. And it's like great for candles. And for other things. Other things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, literally, you want to talk. I mean, literally, there are people who are going to be mad at Snoop for smoking weed. But yeah, guess, guess what Willie Nelson used to do before every single uh, freaking concert he yeah. ever did. And look, Snoop, <laughs> Snoop and Willie even did a song together. <laughs> exactly. That would have been again, cool it, if they just brought Willie out at a left field. And <laughs> him and Snoop <laughs> just did something. That would have been kind of funny. But at this point, who hasn't done a song with Willie Nelson? <laughs> That's true. That's Fair. true. And uh, I, I feel like with us talking a lot about country music, we should mention, because uh, I'm a pretty big fan of Mickey Guyton, um, ever since her first EP. She did the um, the uh, National, National Anthem, Anthem at the beginning. And I, she did a really good job. The only thing I wish that they would have done, they didn't need the backup vocalists. She's mm. a really good vocalist. And I think that it would have been better if she had done it like solo. But she did a good job. She killed it. I mean, that's a tough song to sing um, in front, of, especially in front of, you know, this is the biggest stage there is for singing the national anthem. She, yeah, no she, one knocked, it out, she knocked it out of the park, man. So no one does as good a job as Whitney Houston did at the 92 Super Bowl. Just Google it. Homegirl crushed it. 
Kyle's a big Whitney Houston stan on this pod. Well, I think she's the greatest female singer of all time. For, from a vocalist perspective, I'm kind of like, I, I can't really argue a whole lot with that. Yeah. yeah. But. Who did it last year? Wasn't Eric Church and somebody? Eric Church and somebody else. I can't remember who was with it. Yeah, I didn't really like their rendition. It was kind of it. Well, Eric is not really a vocalist. He's a a, his own admission a stylist. So like, yeah, it wasn't. He had to do it a different different way because he doesn't have the vocal chops to be able to do it like Mickey Guyton did. What did? Wasn't it like a a Army Air Force cadet or something like that that sang it with it? I can't can't remember. remember. Anyway, yeah, I don't know. It was a year ago at this point, so I don't remember. But hey, and then I guess we got to mention too while we're still talking about Super Bowl, <laughs> Carter. I kind of want to know what your thoughts are on this before the other guys. But they instead of uh, isn't it usually like Michael Buffer they bring out to introduce the um, the Super Bowl? At least somebody said that on Twitter. Don't know if it's true. I know but, that Michael Buffer does the Rams games. Yeah, or maybe the Rams games. But they had the Rock this year uh, <laughs> introducing this the Super Bowl, Carter. You're the resident big pro wrestling guy. What was your thoughts on Dwayne the Rock Johnson introducing the Super Bowl? Look, I love me some Rock. I love me some Rocky from like his period where he was in his best, even as the, that young blue tripper Rocky Maivia in 1996. He sucked until he, he did, but I mean, at least he was you know a professional wrestler, and you know becoming the most electrifying man in sports entertainment up until he left full-time in 2002. But ever since, I don't know what happened to him while in, when, once he became like a big guy in Hollywood, he's got this weird self-motivational, I have to constantly be like a hype man for me and everyone around me. He's got like this weird, almost drill sergeant energy about him and it just feels so fake and so forced Mm -hmm. Uh, literally um the best example i can give of just how weird it is is um there was a pay-per-view in like 2013 he was challenging for the wwe title and literally his entire promo before his title match was about his mom having cancer and how he was going to like feed off the fact that his mother had cancer and he's like my mom out there stricken with cancer stricken with cancer and you did that to my mom and he almost is like trying to say that his the person that was uh he was wrestling that i think it was cm punk gave his mom cancer and that he was going to use everyone there to help him win the title off punk and help his mom not have cancer anymore and he, 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 he's just Mr. I have to say whatever makes everybody like me. Yeah, which is annoying. And I agree with you because, one, it comes across like Grant Cardone, Mr. 10X. You know, if you don't know who Grant Cardone is, he's a used car salesman who tries to uh, – I, I don't mean that literally, Kyle, because I saw your face. He's a used car salesman in the proverbial sense that mm. he just like – he he thinks that all you have to do to to make it and, and become a gajillionaire is to just do everything you're doing ten x ten times more. It's, it's not really true. Some people just have more talent than others in some areas. It's just reality. Yeah, and, but and the Rock the is so thing. inspirational these days that it's like it's the opposite of when he was uh, cocky, arrogant, Rocky. You know, in '99, like I like that guy better than I do this happy, smiley. Like people that are act like they're happy all the time, I call bullshit. He, well, he's also just like, he's a brand now. 
Yeah. The Rock is a brand. He is Mr. Selling himself. You can walk into any gym in America and you're going to find people that are decked out in rock apparel who've never probably even seen him wrestle a day in his life. They probably only know him from watching the Fast and the Furious series or G.I. Joe movies. And I mean, that's okay. Or the Tooth Fairy. fine. Or the Tooth Fairy. <laughs> uh, or Race to Witch Mountain or any of his other really bad movies. <laughs> or Doom. I could list off a million of his bad movies, but um, he's just so fake. Like his whole, like his whole thing of, oh, I got let go from the Miami Hurricanes and I didn't get drafted in the NFL. And I had $7 in my pocket, $7 in my name. That's why I started Seven Bucks a Production Studio or whatever it's called. Yeah, you had seven bucks in your pocket, but you also had a standing invitation to join the largest wrestling promotion in the world because your father and your grandfather were two of literally uh, Vince McMahon's seniors, like top stars. Yeah, I mean, it's like he he was the first third generation wrestler that was kind of like the in the uh, mainstream of wrestling. So, I mean, yeah, you're right. Like, it's not like he was seven bucks to his name and had nowhere to go. And he just by happenstance walked into Vince McMahon's promotion and, and made it like he had a, a open door there. But I mean, I agree with you. Like it, it just came across as overly corny overly cheesy at the game in a way that it, it fits better in a pro wrestling ring than it did at a beginning of the Super Bowl. Though I will say because the rock is currently the owner of the XFL, I would have died laughing if he had mentioned it. Or if he'd been like trying to put the XFL over literally right there at the beginning of the Super Bowl, I'd have cried laughing. That would have been funny. But God, what'd you think of the Rock's intro? He's turned into Major Pain. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a fair comparison. That's what he reminds me of now. It's just like, what are you, what are you, what are you doing? I mean, I, yeah, like I said, Bruce Buffer. I mean, you know, Bruce Buffer gets paid like $50,000. Not as much as Michael. Michael who? Michael Buffer. Oh. The boxing right. announcer. The boxing announcer, he pay, he charges way more than Bruce ever does. Yeah, well, yeah Bruce does the MMA, I know. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, he gets paid an insane amount of money to, to do his little shtick. Um. So kind of jealous of that, but um, <laughs> yeah, really though. I mean, it was just like a. Eh. It went too I went, long. Yeah, a lot of his stuff does. I just went and got a beer, and then it was still going on. And I was like, well, fuck, yeah, and like, and here. I was disappointed when he didn't end with "If you smell what the rock is cooking." If he was going to do the whole shtick of finally, like, uh, you know, the Super Bowl was back, kind of rip, riffing off his old rock routine, he at least needed to end it with "If you smell what the rock is cooking." But he didn't, so mm-hmm. it was disappointment. Andy, did you see it at all? Because I know you said you missed the beginning of the game. No, I didn't see that at all. But you guys sound like a bunch of haters. Long live the rock. <laughs> wow, this coming from a Stone Cold fan. Andy's a Randy Orton guy. Don't let I like don't the Rock too. That. Uh, that's fair. He he's a Randy Orton guy. Randy Orton circa 09. He'd, he'd love to see uh Randy Orton now fucking palling around with Matt Riddle talking about smoking weed every chance he gets. <laughs> Smoke weed every day. Kind of lame. <laughs> it is lame. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the next big thing with the Super Bowl is, you know, you always have those folks that, you know, they're they don't ever watch football. But then one day a year, 
and they are like, you know, I'm just watching for the commercials. Sometimes commercials knock out of the park. Sometimes they aren't. Um, what are some of the commercials that you guys liked? Were there anything that you kind of thought was funny? Anything you thought was good? The crypto Coinbase one was pretty good. It was the office thing, you know, yeah. with the, the little QR code that was bouncing the around. DVD, the DVD yeah. screensaver. I thought that was clever. Um, I don't really remember a lot of other ones. Dude, the Coinbase one... The Coinbase one I thought was genius because it caught my attention immediately. You can ask Classic mm-hmm. Rock. He was sitting in the living room and I was like, whoa, this is awesome. And then it was because it was like the old DVD thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I even got hyped when it hit the corner. Yeah, yeah, I did too. I was like, oh, let's go. But it was like, it was like that scene from The Office. Like you said, it was part of pop culture now. And then like before it got to the very end, like I hit the QR code, saw it was Coinbase and Carter was like, oh, fuck. It's crypto. <laughs> I like crypto, man. It's fake money. <laughs> so is the u.s dollar <laughs> i mean yes money money in general is inherently fake but you know <laughs> yeah oh, but I, shit, I, I was hype about that one i even liked uh how it was kind of like the very end card where they uh showed that it was coinbase it was like old school like it was like 90s 2000s internet i yeah, thought that like commercial pixelated. was genius i thought the commercial was genius mm-hmm. i uh i don't really remember any of them. like i said i slept through halftime in most of the third quarter yeah what was that one, Logan, you liked with uh, the Mannings? Yeah, so they had um, – I can never remember the guy's name, but it's the black dude from um, – Oh, the Curb Caesar Your- Sportsbook one. Yes, yeah, it's yeah, the black dude yeah, from, yeah, from yeah. Curb Your Enthusiasm, one of my favorite yeah. characters on Curb. He's hilarious. If you haven't seen that show, you need to watch the show. The later seasons, he's in it, and he hangs out with Larry all the time. Um, but he was dressed as Caesar, and it was Caesar Sportsbook, and he had, like, the whole Manning family at dinner and then he goes now uh if if i'm remembering it correctly because i only saw it once this is how i remember it he said now will one of you super bowl winning hall of fame quarterbacks pass me the gravy and then cooper manning the forgotten manning brother reaches for it and he goes "Uh uh-uh i said super bowl winning (laughs) he said he said he said now will one of you legendary quarterbacks legendary quarterbacks (laughs) and then when he tried to pass it he said no i said legendary (laughs) it was the forgotten manning brother that didn't play in the league Mm-hmm. But his son is the number one college recruit in the country. Dude, yeah, Arch Manning. Everybody in the country wants him to come play for him. And I think that he's going to be a stud. Yep. So that's his. So that blood is uh, thick. Yeah. With, with, with Those Manning jeans, they're they're yeah. they're they come out of the womb with a football in their hand, throwing a sixty yards. Yep. So he's already rich. You know. He. You know. You know. Nick been sliding in with. Oh, Nick got, Saban. It, why do you think Nick Saban went on the Manning cast when they were doing their ESPN two Monday Night Football thing? Oh, Nick Saban yeah, he, doesn't do that stuff. Kirby. Kirby went on there. Yeah, um, of course. Yeah, all those coaches. Went Lane on there. Kiffin. I think Lane he went Kiffin. on there. Of course, yeah, the Lane did. train. Look, I mean, most of the Mannings outside of Peyton played at Ole Miss. So, mm-hmm. like, I think it's he's going to have Ole Miss as a finalist, even if I think personally he's probably going to go to Alabama. I think he's going to Georgia. You think he's going to Georgia? Really? Mm-hmm. That'd be a. I don't think, I don't think, going, I don't think he's going to Alabama because Bryce Young's going to be there. Two more years. Another, yeah, at least another two more years. Yeah, that's, that's a fair point. That kid wants to play, and he could play at Georgia next year. Yeah, kid's a stud. So, yeah. Four year starter. Yeah. Yeah. Were there any other commercials, Andy Carter, that you guys thought were memorable or funny? Because I ain't gonna lie, a lot of them were un- were forgettable. The Marvel commercials, I, I thought had, oh, the trailers were cool, but I mean, there's nothing really memorable. I have the most ultimate boomer thought about it. It's just not a boomer like thing today. They were, I think that they were, I didn't like that they were all new commercials and not all the old classic commercials that I'm now familiar with. <laughs> well, they have new commercials every year, don't they? 
They do. Yeah. Was there a Clydesdale yeah, commercial this year? There if was. it was, it sucked because I don't remember. There was. It was one about a horse jumping, trying to like jump a barbed wire fence and got his hoof injured. And and then at the end of it, they they just clacked beers together and it was like Budweiser. And I was like, what? That, that was a lot of the commercials for me this year was it was just the commercial would play and I'd be like, what is this commercial for? And then exactly. the commercial the would end and it would be like, yeah, the was that the was that the Salesforce? I don't even know what that's even about. Because that one, yeah, yeah, a lot of these commercials, the Salesforce, one, yes, yeah, because a lot of these commercials they had they made no sense. Like they they went yeah, on this they, long diatribe about something, and then at the end the the logo for the company they were pimping out was popped up, and I was like, that how was that connection ever even made? I don't remember any good Doritos ones either. Usually they're top notch. I don't they think had one this year. They did. They had the one where the oh, the, the lady the, was the in the sloth. was in the, the woods sloth, or whatever, uh, bird watching, mm. and then all the animals start dancing because they eat Doritos. That's yeah. right. The the, yeah. the, oh, the flaming hot Cool Ranch Doritos, yeah, yeah. which is a oxymoron. <laughs> I got one that I hated. Uh, the uh, the Uber Eats commercial was terrible. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which well, one? Well, kept eating stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, that did suck. They got a bunch of celebrities to eat stuff that wasn't edible. Mm-hmm. It's like Uber and I eats saw and it more. On YouTube later, it's horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah Uber 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 eats funny. And don't eat. Lord knows, most of these commercials did suck this year. So the the ones yeah. I mostly remember were the ones that were mostly nostalgic. Um, I didn't mind the GM the GM one with uh, Doctor Evil. And everybody and all the villains from the Austin Powers franchise. That was okay. Uh, Jim yeah, Carrey reprising his role from the Cable Guy for the uh, what was that Apple Home or was that Google Home? It was one of the little boxes Verizon. that you'd speak Verizon, to. Verizon, uh, you're Verizon. right. You're right. It was a Verizon Home thing. Uh, that was fine. I mean, nostalgia sells. That's most of what I remembered. A lot of the commercials this year. I'm struggling to remember most of them. I remember there was that one for T-Mobile with Dolly Parton and, uh, and Miley. Miley Cyrus. That was like a two-part commercial. They it was a two-parter. Two it was kind of not that great. I'll, the main ones I can remember just ones that had like celebrities doing weird things. Yeah. Uh, that one with Zeus and uh, Selma Hayek, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. That one was like Arnold Schwarzenegger. The, yeah, they were talking about the um, electric cars for Chevrolet. That's Zendaya. right. And then I got to give a shout out to Zendaya. She was in a commercial pretty early on. She's gonna. She's already emerging as a big star. I'm. I'm a pretty big fan of her. I was a big fan of her in the Spider Man trilogy. But she was in a commercial early on. I wish I could remember what the commercial was about. But she caught my eye when she came on there. I forget what yeah. the, I forget what she was into. Wasn't a, I didn't think it was a bad commercial, but the uh, electric Silverado commercial, it's not necessarily the commercial. That truck looks like shit. Yeah, because it looks like an avalanche. Those were ugly when they were made uh, years ago. Why on God's green earth can someone not just make, if they're going to make an electric truck, just make it look like the regular one? Seriously, like if you want to change up the, the lighting, figure out. Like if you want to change up the headlights and make them a little bit more sleeker or whatever, go the for grill it. Grill or something. Yeah, or something like that. But like, don't make it look like an avalanche. That sucked the first time around. I'm sorry. I like just, to mix between an avalanche and the cyber truck. Yeah, I just have a bone to pick with electric vehicles, but we don't have to go down there. But they just annoy me. They annoy me too. It's just a way for rich people to make themselves feel better about themselves, about all the other ways they pollute. 
So they go buy an eighty thousand dollar vehicle and be like, "Look at me, it's all electric." Nobody fucking cares. And kill the environment making batteries. Seriously though, <laughs> or get their electricity from a coal fi- coal powered plant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that's a topic for another day because we could go down the rabbit hole about EV vehicles. <laughs> yeah, we could. Yep. But but yeah, like all in all, most of the commercials were pretty forgettable. I mean, other than just like you know, celebrity that you. You like popping up. You might remember that. You know, the Manning one was kind of funny. I think Coinbase probably stole the night, but most of the commercials are pretty forgettable. I mean, you couldn't remember really what the companies were advertising, but. We should have played the game where you watch a commercial as it's starting and you try and figure out what company it's for before the logo comes up if they don't talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Because there were so many commercials that I was like, what is everyone this, this year. Yeah, I was like, what is this talking about? There's no answer key. And then literally it would be like Cash App after doing some like long two-minute commercial. (laughs) I'm just like, what? PayPal. (laughs) Speaking of Cash App, I was in Lowe's the other day and this dude walked up to me. He's like, hey, man, you got any money? I was like, no, man, I ain't got no cash. He was like, oh, I got a Cash App. I was like, dude, they've evolved. They've evolved. No, I don't do cash app. Tell you a quick story okay, before we get on that one pretty bad. Yeah. Tell you a quick story before uh, we jump into the next topic. Um, a similar thing happened to me. It was damn Boy Scouts of America is who it was. They um, they were walking around tailgates at NC State one one day and we're trying to get people to buy um, popcorn. And this was probably 2016 or so. The kid, little kid comes up to me and I use the age old excuse when ago. I don't want to buy something. And I said, he was like, hey, sir, you want to buy some popcorn? I was like, sorry, uh, buddy, I, I don't have any cash on me. He goes, that's cool. I have a square card. <laughs> that joker, that joker put me up, like put me in a corner. And I had to, I was like, I had to buy popcorn from the little kid. And I didn't want to because I didn't want the popcorn. <laughs> but it's like, he, he caught me, man. How Techn- much was the popcorn? Dude, it was like, wasn't it like 12 bucks or something stupid? No, it was like 20. It was $19. Yeah, it was terrible. It was like the, the kid, the kid it's got an outrageous me. Like, price. Dude, the kid's a hustler. He got me. But technology is hey, going to technology is going to kill a player. That's for sure. Yeah, people are catching up. A lot of people nowadays are getting them little card readers that you can just slap on an iPod, an iPad, or something. Uh huh. And that's what that little dude had. He got me in a corner, and I had to pay twenty dollars for a bag of fucking popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> Hats off to him. He's a hustler. <laughs> Damn. Son of a bitch, you got me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> accurate all right so moving away from the super bowl uh one of the funny things to kind of like call my attention and caught the attention of a lot of people on um <laughs> the country called against twitter that has been really really funny so if you guys remember we haven't we have an unpublished episode because i i went back and listened to it i felt like that i in particular but we as a whole were probably a little too mean on this guy uh but cody wolf the biggest fraud <laughs> in in the country music sphere he he just is like takes the whole phrase fake it till you make it way too seriously, but he um how <laughs> how this whole like thing started off uh, Dalton Domino uh, Cody Wolf's on cameo Dalton Domino bought B J Barham a cameo from Cody Wolf to give him some pointers about music probably about two years ago. And Cody Wolf goes on there and thinks that BJ is like just a fan. So he makes this, you know, cameo telling him what he needs to do to be successful in the music business. Cody Wolf is a guy who pretends to have a private jet and pretend he just he took a screenshot of his name on Billboard.com with no other things. And he says, I've made it. I've got a number one song. 
not true, obviously. <laughs> Dude's a fraud, total fraud. And um, he bans anyone who says anything slightly not positive about him. But he he rented a uh, he, he apparently took some pictures on, like sitting on a private jet one time and he uses them all the time and he's wearing the same clothes and he makes it seem like he's always flying on his private jet. Well, that cameo thing happened. And then Cody Wolf, when BJ was playing in Memphis, Tennessee, um, found out that BJ was there. So he goes to the show and he tells the uh, people at the door that, you know, he he knows the band and he wants to go see him. So <laughs> BJ finds out and the, the guy comes back and BJ takes a picture with him. And I, you guys have seen the picture um, of him standing there. BJ's wearing his NC State shirt and he's like holding his head up, his hand to his head like this. And he's like, can't believe the guy got got through there. And he was just saying, like, you know, Cody Wolf made it through and they, they talked about it and everything. Well, Cody Wolf resurfaced that photo and repurposed it just about a week ago. Cody Wolf posts that same photo on Instagram and he puts it uh, as the location as Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. This clown puts this as the caption. And I quote, this is why I love playing music. Surprised my biggest fan at my show in Myrtle Beach a few nights ago. Can tell by the look on his face how happy he was to see me when my bus pulled in. Heard he was trying to tell security he was in some band and to let him in. I didn't even know he played music, but I showed him a thing or two on the guitar. Thank me later, kid. Maybe someday you'll have a private jet like me. Hashtag American Aquarium. (laughs) So BJ and American Aquarium are vastly bigger and vastly more popular than this guy is. But this guy legitimately steals this photo and makes it creates this this like false fantasy (laughs) that BJ was trying to sneak into his show. (laughs) And then it continues. So American Aquarium as a show that they just are they're playing here on June 17th at the Ryman Auditorium in Nashville. Haley Witters is opening for them. Sounds like a killer show, right? Well, Cody Wolf takes to Twitter. This was today at 12.03 p.m. He tweets, happy to announce American Aquarium will be opening for me at my show at the Ryman on June 17th. (laughs) Then he follows it up uh, a few hours later and says, bad news, guys. I can't make it. You'll have to take the headlining spot for me, American Aquarium. Hey, Haley Witters, he adds her. Do you want to jump in and open? I think you got this. (laughs) I don't know if this kid's crazy. Or if he's just like the most successful and the most genius troll I've ever met, I've ever seen in my life. We, I can't look at his Twitter though, unless I go to my personal account because he's blocked us on Twitter. Cause I think I said something kind of snarky at him one time and he, he blocked me after that. You did. That was the whole reason we made that podcast episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the, uh, where he said that he surprised his biggest fan at his show. How do you surprise your biggest fan at a show? And that they're there. I, that made no sense to me. He was trying to say he surprised him outside of the parking lot. Yeah, he, he said that he was trying to, t- uh, that BJ was at the door trying to tell security that he was in some band and he needed to let him in. So he surprised him in the parking lot and they took a picture in front of Cody's bus, in air quotes, and Cody's trailer. And it was really American Aquarium's tour bus. But it's like he, he was trying to spin the whole thing around like BJ was trying to get into his show. Because, <laughs> like I said, this guy is either the greatest Doesn't troll make- of all time or he's just crazy. Sounds like somebody just needs to punch him in the face. <laughs> Sarcasm. Dude, he he and he hundred percent is like claims he has a number one song called um I think uh shoot, what was it called? We talked about it on that that pod that never got released. It was um 
I, I don't know, but we'll see. I'm about, to, of, but I'm about to share something that the guys over at Hippies and Cowboys did uh, recently. It was hilarious. Oh, is this the interview? No, no, we've already oh. looked at that one. This just was today or yesterday, whenever it was. But Mike from Hippies and Cowboys creates his videos uh, and it, I'll just let you listen. The audio will play through on the pod. But Andy, I wish you could see it, but just look it up on, on Twitter or whatever, Facebook, whenever you, we get done with the pod. So we got a 1622 unwanted visitor in Cody's green room here. Uh, pretty standard stuff. He, he gave us this list of uh, people not allowed to come into the rooms. And the list says all ex-girlfriends, PJ Barnham, because that's what um, uh, Cody said about BJ in a comment on that post where he pretended BJ was trying to see him. So PJ Barnham, Kate Upton, Mila Kunis, and Giselle, Tom's wife. These are the people that are not allowed <laughs> into the back room. His ex-girlfriends, PJ Barham, um, just some super fans that have uh, really been trying to, you know, harass him with too much, uh, too much stuff here. So uh, we're going to take you in a green room. Uh, Cody Wolf personnel beyond this point only. So better Okay, sir. Sir, uh, this is not your green room. This is uh, Wolf. We had a. a he's, a, he's a he's a friend. Cody's a friend of mine. He, to, he told me I can come back here, just playing one of his hits. Um, so yeah, so, just hanging out, man. So I, I got radioed in that that you're an unwanted visitor. So you, you I gotta ask. This has got to be a miscommunication. Like I'm his buddy. I'm okay. his friend. Dude, I got this list here. It says right here, PJ. Is that you? PJ Barnham is not me. I am I, not, I am I, not PJ Barnham. I'm. I'm buddies sir, with this guy. Sir, I'm, friend, got, I'm friends got, with him. I'm just, it's following orders. This is man. bullshit, it's man. It's following <laughs> orders. You gotta get out. You gotta leave. It's we're not friends. Yours. We're friends. <laughs> <laughs> like, I gotta say, that was pretty, like, so apparently BJ and the boys were playing in Iowa, which is where Mike lives. And um, Mike must have got in touch with BJ and they put together that, <laughs> that clip, which is hilarious because, like, like I said, Cody Wolf is such a fraud. He's trying to sit there and like he started following a bunch of American Aquarium fans and tweeting things out like, you know, he's really helping out this young band. <laughs> like he's giving BJ pointers. Like, I, I don't even know what to say about this guy. <laughs> I think I think um, like I said, it's hard to tell if he's just a top level troll or he's just truly delusional because like Dave Portnoy said, I have the receipts. <laughs> yeah. Like we have the receipts. Like, we have the receipts. <laughs> like it's not like he's getting away with this. No one believes no, this. No, it's just like and it's not even like he has plausible deniability. He doesn't. <laughs> like he was like, tagged in the photo, I think, that BJ initially put up. So the kid knows he's lying. But yeah. <laughs> but like I think that I'm starting to think this guy's just a genius troll and we are not giving him enough credit. Yeah. I just don't. I just. I mean, like the internet is undefeated. <laughs> like, I mean, pe- people have screenshots. Like, I mean, they'll always just come out of left field and just nail you to a wall. And he just doesn't care. Nope. So I don't know if it's just like a lack of self-respect or dignity or or what. I mean, but like, <clears throat> I'm just dumbfounded. Yeah, I don't even know what to say about that. <laughs> it's just dumbfounded. Like, I mean, it's blatantly obvious. 
I just I'm lost for words. Dude, I really, really like want to get Cody on this show. I'm not gonna lie. I just want to sit there and talk to this guy for 30 minutes. But I, I, I mean, that dude I just has like he's blocked most... me on Twitter, so I, I doubt he's gonna be open to to coming on the show. But I, I think it would be just a hell of a time, Cody. If you're listening to this, man, come on the show. We're not gonna Please. be dicks. We'll be respectful. I just want to pick your brain for a minute, buddy. I mean, I think you're in the wrong career. I think you ought to be an internet troll. Seriously, I think, like you, ought to, I think you ought to be a politician. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean. <laughs> I mean, you get people riled up. Dude. It's insane. I mean, he can be, he could be a pundit on TV. He really could. (laughs) I mean, he just, Uh, he lives in his own reality. Like most of the people on the news do. Yeah. Like, of course, what we said hasn't worked because you haven't done it right yet. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, what are you doing? (laughs) Just dumbfounded. This is, I mean, Hats off! I mean, I think he, I think he believes fake it till you make it, and it just might work out for him. I guess. I mean, apparently, like he, the way he'll tell you is he has a private jet, and we don't, right? So <laughs> he's doing something right. He's doing, he's doing more than we are, apparently. I mean, he hit people. More people know his name than know ours. So I guess you know maybe we should start making ridiculous posts and uh, <laughs> have everyone think that we're crazy. We could be the um, the the crazy. Alex Jones versions of, of country music like <laughs> Cody Wolf is, because that's exactly what Cody Wolf is. He's a nut job. Yeah. I believe Dave Portnoy went and ripped off the entire idea of Barstool Sports from us. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we'll go after El Prez. We'll be like, you know what? That that Dave he's Bad a, idea. He, he's a liar. <laughs> Dude, he would like destroy us in a heartbeat if we if we made it if we got on you his don't bad side. Go up against that guy. No. People are making mistakes going up against that guy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Like Carter said, how dare Dave Portnoy steal our idea? <laughs> we were first. Yeah. We created this uh, whole medium and this whole idea when we were uh, 2003. We were eight years old. We did it before him. <laughs> we, we were the first person to ever podcast. Exactly. Yeah. Like, how dare, how dare Joe Rogan steal our podcast idea? Yeah. Exactly. We have a bigger podcast than he does. Yeah, we do. We're the biggest podcast in the world. <laughs> that would be the equivalent of like, you know, Cody Wolf sitting there acting like that uh BJ is some crazed fan trying to sneak sneak on his bus. <laughs> and then he's pretending like he's playing a show he has to back out at the last minute. That one got me even more than the uh than the the fake Myrtle Beach post. Well it's like the time we told Joe Rogan, uh, we got a scheduling conflict. You can't you can't come on this week. Uh, well, and you're just gonna have to run the podcast yourself, Joe. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, we had Dolly booked, but we also had uh, we couldn't do it, you know, because Carter couldn't make it that week. Yeah, yes. we had to tell Do- Dolly Parton, I'm sorry. Yeah, Dolly's no. a big fan of us, we're not big fans of her. Yeah, and then the week after that, we had Co Wetzel that was ready to come on, he was begging us mm-hmm. trying to come on, but you know, we uh, we had to say no to that too because you know, I think I had a um, a bowling tournament I had to go to. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, I had we literally were gonna have Macho Man Randy Savage on like the year before he died, but I had to go and cure cancer, <laughs> so. Mm. like but for real that would be like if we made claims like that that would be like the equivalent of this like it's like come on man like this is ridiculous but i was the first choice for nasa to be uh the first man on the moon but they chose but buzz aldrin instead (laughs) 
even though, it was, even though it was 30 years, 40 years before I was born. <laughs> hmm. That's my choice. <laughs> Cody Wolf, you keep me entertained. Come on the show. Let's have a let's have a conversation because you got earlier <laughs> you piqued my interest, but now you have my attention, buddy. <laughs> All right. So moving into the final segment today on Country Gold Cans here on the rundown, uh, Carter and I were talking during the. Um, uh, right after the Super Bowl last night, we got to watch in last week's episode of AEW, which was badass. Check that out on TBS if you can. And uh, we got to talking about how, like, you know, pro wrestlers tend to have fake names, right? And sometimes they're like two first names. Sometimes they're just ridiculous names. We're like, what other industry does this? And like the Rock. It, yeah, well, it's not even like The Rock. So it's like, you know... Um, I don't want to spoil any because Carter has some has a segment prepared here. So I don't want to I don't want to. Spoil oh, don't worry. Go ahead. Go but ahead. No, no, I, I don't want to do that to you. But uh, so no, essentially I, I, I picked I picked all things you wouldn't know. Don't worry no. about it. Well, well, essentially what we said was this would be a funny segment. We were going to let Carter head it up because he definitely uh, we you know knows more wrestling names and and that he could come up with and he can Google the others. Um it's the segment is called and it's the first edition we we hope to bring this back it's pro wrestler or porn star so question is carter you said you got five names ready for us take it over buddy yeah so let's set some ground rules here um number one it's not gonna be anybody that uh either logan or andy has ever heard of i'm not throwing out anybody famous from like the wwe no trish stratus no tory wilson's you know those are the ones that y'all are going to be able to straight up say you know who they are not even anybody from AEW. I didn't even pick anybody from AEW that Logan may have heard in passing and hearing their name will uh, spike in his mind. Uh, number two, I didn't pick any obvious ones. Um, awesome Kong is clearly not a name of a porn star. <laughs> uh, Max the Impaler or Masha Slamovich. No, I'm pretty sure they're not uh, porn stars. Uh, Carter but I did his research. He's pretty sure. <laughs> so I picked a few here that uh, I think kind of go on the lines here. And this is to say that uh, neither professional wrestlers or porn stars, like not to shit on them or anything, they just choose very similar names a lot of the time. So I got five here. I got, I got more than five, but we decided we're only going to do five for right now. Um, so the first one I have here is Zev Bellringer. Is this a porn star or a professional wrestler? Porn star. Say the name. Say the name one more time. Zev Bellringer. Going with a wrestler because there's bells in wrestling. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go pro wrestler too for the same reason Andy said because Bell Ringer, like Zev Bell Ringer, Bell Ringer just sounds like something like from an NXT person. Ends the match with a bell ringer. The match ends. Makes sense. Well, that's one point for Mr. Acre because ah! Bell Ringer is Let's a go. porn star. Is it really? Let's go. It's a porn star. Yep. Let's go. Now, uh, y'all doing y- the y'all. reverse psychosis thing. Now, y'all don't go reverse uh, psychology. These, reverse psychology. Y'all don't go no, writing psychosis. these names down for uh, future that like, research. That sounds like a dude's name. I don't. Carter already did that for. <laughs> no, no, it's a, these are all these are all women. Um, Zeb is right. a female. 
Yes, that was a female. These are all females. Oh, well, never mind. I might. I could. I could do a dude version of this later down the line. <laughs> no, let's, 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 right let's, now, this is all females. Nah. Uh, uh, like right. Johnny Hardwood. <laughs> all right, John uh, Foot Penis. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, Tommy Knee Knocker. Number two is Gigi Dolan. Mm, okay. Gigi Dolan. Is Miss Dolan a professional wrestler or a professional porn star? Mm, Let's break this down, Logan. Go. Andy, I want to hear you. I got a thought for this one. Mm-hmm. I think this, I'm going with porn star, and I think that's her real name. Her name is, could you, could you say the name again, please? Use it in a sentence. G.G. Dolan. Could you use it in a sentence, please? <laughs> E.G. <laughs> Dolan went to the market to pound her partners hard. That mm. could be both by wrestling a, or the other. Yeah. Language of origin, please. English. English, G-G, okay. G.G. Dolan. I'm going to D O L A N. And don't y'all be looking these up on your phones or I'm not my, hands, my hands are right here. I can't Handshake. see Andy's hands. So we know I don't know trips. about that. Your field trips in high school. Hand check. Yeah. <laughs> Hand check. I guess um, it's already in. I've, dude, I've, my, I'm submitted already. I say perfect. Right. This one's tough. GG Doland. I'm going to go because you said English. It sounds like an English name, but I don't know any English wrestlers that have weird names. It's like William Regal. So I'm going to go porn star. That is another point for Mr. Acre. Gigi Dolan is a professional wrestler. She wrestles on NXT, and she is currently one half of the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. Let's go. Is it her real name? That is not her real name. Mm, Damn it. All right. So it's two for Mr. Acre and zero for both Mr. Deberry and Mr. Forsyth. Let's see if y'all can make it up here. On number three, JC Jane. And that is JC's, that is JC spelled J A Y C E. Oh, that's a porn star. Porn star. Is JC Jane a professional wrestler or a porn star? That's a porn star. Absolutely. I'm going pro wrestler. That's a point for Mr. Deberry. AC Jane is a professional wrestler also on NXT. She is the other half of the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. JC and Gigi. As part of the group Toxic Attraction. Mm. That sounds like it could be a porn group. Mm. (laughs) All right. It's like a porn. We have (laughs) one point here for Mr. Deberry. Kyle's still in the lead with two. Andy, you got to at least try and tie for first here with these next two. Number four, Miss Brittany Amber. Oh, that's a porn star. That's easy. Porn star. Is Brittany Amber <laughs> a professional wrestler? She, she, or a porn star. I'm going, I haven't guessed porn star yet. It's an adult film actress. Andy, what was your guess again? That's porn star. Y'all are correct. All of you get she, one point. Brittany she Amber did, uh, is indeed a porn star. She did uh, answer the internet. That's my reason I know that. 
Yeah, I was uh, I was about to say I felt she was on KFC Radio, and I didn't yeah, want did. to say that and let Carter know that we. Um, yeah, she we she did. Uh, yeah, she was. Internet. She one hundred percent was on KFC Radio. Okay, so so the wrestlers, I have the ability to know your uh, weak points or not, but uh, <laughs> the, the, porn, the porn stars, I have no idea which one they'll do and don't well, know. K- KFC Radio is a barstool pod. Yeah. Uh, right. Okay. All right. I don't know what porn y'all are watching. That's y'all's whole thing. Carter. Do you. Carter, you've told us what porn you watch. Hey, look, that's that's between bros, okay? <laughs> All right, it's so we're right on number me. five. It's right behind me, Carter. We're on to number five. <laughs> Kyle's got three points. Logan's got two. And Andy Forsythe has one, so Andy can't win. Logan can at least tie. Hmm. Our last lady here is Tiffany Stratton. Is Tiffany Stratton hmm. a professional wrestler or a porn star? Spell Tiffany. Oh, that's a good one. F F A N Y. Oh, that makes it more difficult. Pro wrestler. Wrestler. Yeah, I'll make it unanimous. Tiffany Stratton is indeed a professional wrestler. However, I made her number five because her gimmick on NXT is that she is a spoiled rich daddy's girl who constantly says, Daddy, all the other girls are being mean to me. (laughs) So she essentially has a porn star gimmick. Um, So, yeah, she's a professional wrestler. So that means with a score of four. Kyle wins. Mr. Kyle Acri is the winner of the first edition of Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Is that a good thing? <laughs> I have no idea. Well, you won most of them by picking Porn Star. <laughs> oh, God. People are going to think I have an unhealthy addiction. <laughs> so, what was it? 4 3 1? Yeah, it was 4. Th- no, it was 4 3 2. 4 3 2. That's right. You both were, you, you, all of you were unanimous on the last two. Andy and I picked Pro Wrestling too much. Yeah, yeah, I thought yeah, I thought Carter was yeah. a little bit better of a person than he actually is. <laughs> uh, uh, that that was good. We're gonna have to. You you said you got uh, ten more, so we'll we'll bring that segment back. I got ten more of them, and I can always think up more. There is a bottomless well of professional wrestlers, and there's a bottomless well of porn stars. So, <laughs> well, that's the first edition of Pro Wrestler or Porn Star, brought to you by Classic Art Carter. All right, well. I think that sums up today's episode of Country and Cold Cans, brought to you by the Cold Cans Network. Make sure you go to the website, coldcansnetwork.com. Check out the blogs. Go on over to Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all the social media pages. Uh, we're available pretty much anywhere where podcasts are available. So go on and subscribe there. Give us five stars on Apple and Spotify, Amazon, wherever you decide to listen to your, your pods. But, well, fellas, once again, thank you for coming on the show. Cody Wolf, mm-hmm. if you're listening, please come on. I want to talk to you, buddy, because you fascinate me. Um, so for this episode of Country and Cold Cans, I'm Logan, sitting here with Andy, Kyle, and Classic Rock Carter. We will see you next time. Take care. Later. Later.